Hello, America and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Corey Has a Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Easley, and today I have a few things that I want to get off my chest. I want to get it off my chest. Where did that expression come from? I don't know. Where did the expression, I need to get this off my chest, I would imagine that you'd be laying on your back, there would be something heavy on you, and you would, you would want it to be gone, so that way you can comfortably go about the rest of your day. You know, I'm going to get this off my chest. I need to get this off my chest so I could do it. Hey, I can't continue on unless you let me get this off my chest. You want to help me get this off my chest? Anyway, um, yeah. For, well, for starters, I, I did mention last week that I would like to talk about the Darwin Awards. And there's something that w- it was brought to my attention by one of my best friends. Um, I didn't know that this was a real thing. But apparently, so the Darwin Awards... If you go on the, there's a website for it. It's the DarwinAwards.com. Um, the Darwin Awards salute the improvement of the human genome by honoring those who accidentally remove themselves from it in a spectacular manner. So basically, it's they award people who died by accident. That's a thing, right? And they have, you can go to every year. And you can just randomly click on a story of someone who did something that removed them from, uh, you know, life, removed them from being alive. And so if you if you would take the time to bring yourself over, you can check this out. This is a story here, like, for example, in 2018 called Focus on the Bear. And it says just before you even click on the article, it says, while driving himself and some passengers back home from a wedding, dude's name, Prabhu Batara parked the car on the roadside to relieve himself in the woods when he spied an injured bear. Instead of calling the authorities, and then it doesn't continue, right? But don't you want to know what happened to him? Instead of calling the authorities to help the bear, he opted to get a selfie with the distressed animal. This is why social media is killing us. But anyway... Meanwhile, instead of intervening, the passengers in his car pulled out their mobiles. I'm assuming these people are British. On my mobile. The Drake song, you used to call me on my cell phone. But if Drake was British, he would have been like, you used to phone me on my mobile. Anyway, um, meanwhile, instead of intervening, the passengers in his car pulled out their mobiles and filmed the carnage. As he neared the bear, the passengers advised him against his plan. Mr. Batar, however, was determined to fulfill his selfie mission once he was within reaching distance. Though the bear was not as injured as it seemed, or it was just having a bad hair day, and lunged forward, pinning Mr. Batara to the ground, killing him on the spot, according to forest ranger Danujaya... I don't, I'm not going to try with this one. This is, I'm not even going to spell it for you guys. Just assume that it's a name that is very difficult for me particularly to pronounce. Uh, Then perhaps this, and I don't want to do the name a disservice. You know, like those teachers when they're going down the, uh, the roster on their class and it's like the first day of school and somebody's got this fucking name that they've never encountered before. And then they butcher the shit out of it and you feel bad for the kid. But do you feel bad for the kid or do you feel like, you know, maybe their parents kind of, you know, put them in a put them in a tough position. 
that every fucking year on the first day of school, they have to explain to everyone else how to pronounce their name or they give themselves a cool nickname. You know, if I was Dijanara Mahapatra, I'd be like, yo, just call me D straight up. It's a beautiful name. It, um, you know, represents my culture. I think that's cool. But you know what? I'm not going to sit here and have you butcher my name for the rest of the time you know me because I'm going to start getting upset about it. So just call me D. Okay. Thank you. Now, uh, with all due respect, um, then perhaps disgusted at this epic display of homo sapien apathy, a stray dog joined in the fray in an attempt to save the man. You know, dogs are, you know, they say the dog is man's best friend and they say it for a reason. Because that dog was just walking by, you know. That dog was coming out to just maybe check his mail in the mailbox. And he was like, wait a minute, that, that bear looks like it's hurting that man. And, and that's my best friend. And then so the, you know, dog came over and attempted to help. Now, what had happened was uh, the bear, however, seemed to believe that the world had one too many selfie-seeking humans and finished off poor Mr. Batara is what it says here in the text. I didn't make that up. I wish that I did. Um, according to media reports, once the body was retrieved, forest officials treated the bear for its injuries. The dog, although probably still disgusted, was unharmed. You know, the dog walked up and was like, ah, I, I don't know. This looks like I got here too late. That's what happened. Um, but yeah, so this is what the Darwin Awards is about, basically. I mentioned that I would bring this up if you want to further explore what you think, um, you know, what some of these really interesting stories on on this website, the Darwin Awards. If you didn't know about this, darwinawards.com, like I said, you should definitely check it out. Um, the internet, my friend and yours, hello. Just like it was my friend and yours when I was watching the vice presidential debate this week and... Mike Pence, Sean Pence, Mike Pence, I'm sure there is a Sean Pence, and I kept calling him Sean Pence by accident, Mike Pence had a fly land on his head, and I said immediately, wow, this is the worst thing that could have happened, because the internet is not going to let him just get away with this, you can't get away with stuff, you know, with the internet just existing, because the internet is ruthless, it's my friend and yours, but it wasn't his, not that day. Because as soon as I saw that, I just went, I just Googled Mike Pence fly on the head. And there was just memes already. These people are fucking lightning fast. It's insane. So you can't get away with anything, no matter who you are. Remember when Kanye West was just fucking walking and he walked right into a pole? Do you remember that? Of course you do. Remember when Britney Spears just fucking shaved her head and went nuts? And it's just, everybody knows about it now. Remember when you used to be able to get away with shit? No, not anymore. Remember when your worst moments were not on camera? So you and everybody else could just forget about them? That's not, that's no longer the case. So it is what it is. One of the, one of the things that we do to ourselves, though, that may be a Darwin Awards type situation, you're not necessarily dying, but... You know, maybe if you leave someone a voicemail and then after you finish sending the voicemail, you're like, ah, oh, shit, I don't, I don't know. I maybe acted too emotionally on this one, you know. I had, a, I had a guy play me a voicemail from a friend of his, older gentleman, and uh, he was like, 
he was talking, I forgot what he said, but he was talking about how he was with a woman and he said that they engaged in sexual congress. Is sexual congress a way to describe they engaged in, they had sexual relations? I do not have sexual relations with that woman. And, uh, what happened was, hold on, let me look up sexual congress real quick. The act of engaging in sexual intercourse. I knew it. Synonyms, carnal knowledge, coition, coitus, congress, copulation. Ooh, baby, don't hate, copulate. Intercourse, relation, sexual act, sexual intercourse, sexual relations, sexual relations. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. But anyway, on the voicemail that the guy left on this thing he was like it's not a party unless you got shit on your dick and i was like whoa this dude has to still be fucking hammered because the first thing he did was wake up and call his boy to tell him that he woke up with shit on his dick and you know what that's funny sorry they were into it and they had a good time and he woke up with shit on his dick you know basically he kind of you know he, he just, he, he had one of those nights and we all have them, right? <laughs> Occasionally, right? I don't know. There are people that will never have a night like that. And you know what? Good for them because it just fucks your brain up, man. Um, what's your relationship like with profanity? You know, are you cursing in front of the kids? Are you not? Are you being respectful? When, how old were you when you first said the F word in front of your mom? Some you know, I think about these things sometimes. I'm like, man, like, you know, I was I was pretty respectful. I'll be honest with you. I didn't start um, cursing in front of my mom until I got like probably in my late twenties. If I'm being honest, I may come as a shock to some of you people with your fucking potty mouth, sound like a goddamn truck driver who just only hangs out with other truck drivers. But I'm just telling you right now, I didn't say the f word or the s word or the b word or the d word or the c word and i'm not talking about cunt anyway um yeah i didn't uh start cursing in front of my mom until i was almost 30 and it would only come out during frustration but i did say the f word in front of my mom one time when i was probably about 14 i was i was in my room she was straight down the hall sitting on the couch you could sit on the couch and you could see directly into me and my brother's bedroom. We had the master bedroom because the two of us shared a room. So I was on one side of the room with my Jay-Z volume two picture where he's sitting on the Bentley like I told you. And then on the other side, I had Scarface. Those are my two dudes. Those are my two gay fathers, if you will. Anyway, um, yeah, so and me and my brother, we, we would stand on the door by we would put one foot on one side of the doorknob and one foot on the other and we would just swing back and forth because that's just the kind of dumb shit you do when you're a kid and one day we broke the door off the goddamn hinges and then my brother thought it would be cool to put up beads and i thought it was okay to let this person who's fucking four or five years younger than me make that decision and next thing you know now my mom can see directly into the room and one day i banged my pinky toe on the corner of the fucking door frame and I said fuck and my mom was on the phone like she fucking always is my mom was on the phone and uh she saw and heard me say the f word but she also saw what happened and I don't know about you guys but even when I said 
when you hit your pinky toe on the fucking door frame, everybody knows how bad that hurts. Everybody knows we're all human beings. We're all connected. We've had that experience. And it sucks. It sucks. Dirty dicks with shit on them. Right? And nobody likes it. And uh, so that's what happened. And now, after that, the floodgates weren't necessarily open. I feel weird cursing in front of my mom. Me and my dad have conversations where I say the F word sometimes because it calls for it. Some stories just need profanity, don't they? You ever just hear somebody tell a story and be like, man, if you threw a couple of F bombs in there, I would really like this. But you're waiting for it and it never happens. We don't like that. I want you to be passionate enough to be like, and then the fucking they dropped yogurt on my pants and I had to go to fucking deliver a goddamn speech in front of everybody and it looked like someone fucking was jerking off in the bushes and then they, as soon as they were ready, they just ran out, blasted me on the pants and ran off and they did a drive-by coming. Do people still do that? I don't know. I probably made that up, but that's insane, you know? Can you imagine that shit? Can you imagine? Like, that's a level of assault where it's like, it doesn't even hurt. It's just demoralizing, you know? Like, you're not, I'm not physically harmed by this, but now I'm fucking traumatized because some random dude that I never saw just came out and just fucking blasted me on the leg like a Jackson Pollock. Sorry. I wish I made that up. <laughs> I'm always going to say I wish I made that up, too. I don't like stealing people's shit, you know? Stealing is not cool. Don't steal. Just be original. Have a, have the audacity to be original. You know what stops people from being original? Fear. People are afraid that, oh, because this thing doesn't already exist that people like. So why would anybody care about my thing? No, be bold. Be bold enough to know that you're fucking cool and dope and influential. You have the power to influence, you know, those influencers out there. So let me tell you about my skincare regimen, because all of you have been asking me, you know, those people, you can be one of them. You could talk about other shit, though, right? You don't even have to be positive. You could be a real piece of shit and get on there. You know, I watch people go to Trump rallies and say shit like, you know, I'm just I'm just not a I'm not a sheep, man. Oh, so you fucking are gonna go be around a bunch of people and then give your grandma a hug you know you could kill your grandma with a fucking hug that's what 2020 looks like you know years ago when you wanted to kill someone with a hug back when you were being a mean girl which is a classic fucking movie and you would walk past a girl that you you hate and you think she's a bitch in school right and she would come up and go oh hi and act all fake nice don't you wish you could have killed her with a hug or would you have uh just been tortured by guilt and shame that you allowed yourself to hate someone so much that you gave them a fucking fatal hug it's crazy man it's a crazy world but we got to stay positive and you got to love your loved ones as i get older the most important thing to me now in my life is spending time with my family it's my father's birthday today and uh, had a fucking fantastic time with him last night. And I'm going to tell you what, how I know I had a fantastic time. Because I woke up with my fucking jeans on. First thing I do when I come in the house. What do you do when you first come in the house? Because when I come in the house, I'm going to tell you what I do. Two things that come off of me immediately. My pants and my watch. Take them both off. I'm one of those people that wears a watch every single day. When I don't have a watch on, I feel like, 
You know that feeling of like, oh shit, I feel like I'm forgetting something? That feeling is terrible. That's how I feel when I don't have a watch on. I woke up with everything on. And I looked over and my wife was there and I was like, oh, thank God. You know, because if she wasn't there, I'd been terrified. You know, so get yourself somebody who takes care of you when you need it. But you take care of them all the fucking time. Because you got to take care of the people you love. Because one day they're not going to be there. And that is just a fucking fact. And it's not sad. You know, people get sad when you start talking about shit like that. But it's not It's not a sad thing. I think it's a, it's a beautiful thing that we get to cherish each other. When you have something for a long time every single day, you, it's very easy to take it for granted. You know? So I want you to do yourself a favor. If you're listening to this, when you got your person right there next to you, just grab them by the hand, look at them straight in the eyes and go, I fucking love you. I love you, you fucking psycho. Isn't it funny when you don't know anyone yet? You don't know a person, right? And you start dating them and you're like, oh, okay, this is cool, right? This is exciting. And then you get to know them. And you st- but I like, to me, that's cool. But I like getting past all that and just getting to see their crazy. See what their crazy looks like. What's your crazy look like? You know, what makes you act irrational? Because we're all basically a bunch of fucking eight-year-olds running around on a playground. That's that's just what life is. You know, you don't really grow much past that. You know, you you you. I think we make better decisions. I think we become better at navigating. You know, but uh, our emotions, oftentimes, you know, I don't think they fucking really develop that much further than that you know when you get irrational you act like a goddamn child and you know it you know it you know but the only difference is you can fucking you can kind of like you know tone it down you can uh i'm at a loss for words obviously my brain is fucking scattered today uh you 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 can kind of like Tone it down a bit enough where you go, okay, you know what? I'm acting like an asshole. Let me chill, right? You know, kids can't, kids don't have that capacity. That's the only difference. Kids kids just fucking freak out, and then you're like, I guess this kid's freaking out. Now I'm just going to wait till they're done. Or you could beat the shit out of them, right? No, don't do that. I'm not <laughs> I'm not uh, condoning beating the shit out of a kid unless you use a weapon, right? Now, I know you're going to say, what kind of we- what kind of weapons are we talking about here, right? What are you going to beat a kid up with? You know, my mom liked the belt. She was a belt person. I got hit with a hanger a couple of times, right? It was just within reach, you know? But, you know, if you're a football player and your kid's on the playground, you start whipping his ass with a switch, somebody's going to pull out their phone, get it on video, and now you look like an abusive father. Um, Sorry, I don't mean to bring up the abuse thing. If someone is going through that my heart goes out to you it's very unfortunate and i'm over here talking about this shit like it's just light but it's easy to talk about things that don't that aren't happening to you right we're all guilty of it even those people that are out there being pc and cancel culture people and all this shit people are okay with talking about anything until it directly affects them Behind closed doors, I just believe that people will fucking make jokes about things that are very serious matter to another person. And I think that's fine, you know, for the most part. I just, it bothers me when people act like they also don't do. You know what I mean? 
Like, yo, shit don't stink. Because my shit smells terrible. I'll tell you right now. My shit smells fucking awful. Like, Jesus Christ, why are you still even alive with the way your shit smells? Anyway, um, guys, thank you so much for listening to me every single week. Check out the Darwin Awards because I think it's really fucking interesting. Um, People historically have done brilliant, amazing things. And on the flip side of that coin... You already know. Hey, guys, thank you so much for listening. If you got any questions, if you want to reach out, if you want to just say, hey, man, I think this shit is dope. If you want to correct me if I'm wrong, uh, you can shoot me an email at podcast at gmail.com. Um, gmail for all of your email needs. Uh, and you can also hit me up, slide into my DMs and be like, yo, Corey, I love your show, man. Share it with your friends. Like it. Subscribe it. Subscribe to it. Um, and, uh, yeah, and your tip of the week is brush your fucking teeth. Just because you're wearing a mask doesn't mean I can't smell your breath. All right, guys, thank you, and have a fucking fantastic day. Love you guys. Ciao.